and welcome to Week 10 Survivor Picks. Matt Brown, Stephen Andrus, and Stephen, it was a week of carnage in week number nine. A whole bunch of big favorites lose outright, and with that, so many, I am talking a massive amount of people, have been eliminated from Survivor. If you went with our power rankings from last week, you made it through somehow, by the grace of God. We went with the Colts, we went with the Steelers, we went with the Dolphins, and all three of those teams somehow managed to get a win. So hopefully you're here with us because you are still alive in Survivor come week 10. And Stephen, this is going to be a difficult week no matter what for a lot of people to make decisions in their Survivor pools. Yeah, if you made it to this week, congratulations. As you see me here now, I'm dead. I'm not alive. Pulse is zero, flatlined. In the ground, six feet under. Went with the Buffalo Bills. Didn't take our own advice, Matt, because I forgot to lock in the Thursday night pick <laughs> with the Colts. So, yeah, I am part of the 93% in the ESPN fantasy pool that has been eliminated since week one. Only 7% remaining. Only had three guys left in my personal pool with all my football buddies. And... Yeah, I went with the Buffalo Bills. That didn't work out so well. So for those of you who are still alive, we'll try and keep you moving forward here. We will try to do that, guys. Uh, absolutely free article. If you're watching us here on YouTube, uh, absolutely free article over on the lines right here. And then if you're listening to us on the podcast version, head over there. You can see the written version of all this. And you'll notice up in the right hand corner, a little discord uh, icon. Yes, we have started a discord channel. So we would love to have you in the discord channel with us to discuss all things. We got college basketball going on. We got some football chat going on. So be sure and come in and join us over there. And if you're no matter what, medium you're taking us in on right now just subscribe rate and review really do appreciate all of that from you guys and if you're on youtube let us know in the comment section who you're going to play this week when it comes to survivor if we take a look at the odds page here and we go down so there is the ravens that is over a touchdown favorite this week sitting at seven and a half there is the cowboys over a touchdown favorite sitting at eight and a half or nine. We scroll down a little bit further. If you didn't use the Colts last week, the Colts are again double digit favorites, 10 and a half point favorites over the Jaguars. The team that burned everyone last week, the Bills, sitting at 13 and a half point favorites, 13, 13 and a half point favorites this week against the Jets. The Steelers are sitting, if you did not use them last week, are sitting at eight or nine point favorites. Over the Detroit Lions, the Bucks coming off of a bye, nine and a half, nine, nine and a half point favorites over the Washington football team. The Cardinals, despite the fact that they are led by Colt McCoy, most likely this week are ten and a half point favorites over the Carolina Panthers, who, by the way, will be led by P.J. Walker. We go down a little bit further and past that. It is a whole bunch of two and three and four point spreads, which a lot of people are not looking for. When it comes to Survivor. So, Stephen, we'll go to the, you know, the the air quotes slam dunk of the week, right? Which is the Bills coming in as the biggest favorite of the week. Look, we didn't see it coming last week. Would it surprise me if they got beat this week in Survivor? Yes, I, I, I cannot imagine them losing back to back games as double digit favorites. Especially when you look, the Jets look like they're going to go with Mike White for another week here before they bring back Zach Wilson. I would understand, however, if you were in, why you would continue to hold on to the Bills because there is still an incredible amount of future value with this Bills team because they have a soft, soft schedule moving forward. Isn't Mike White a tougher opponent 
for the Bills at I this mean, point prob- than Zach prob- Wilson? Probably so. <laughs> Here's the other thing, too. For me, considering, and we'll, we'll look at the others, but considering how many other good options there are this week, and that this is honestly now a few weeks in a row where we're trying to see the Bills kind of get things together here on offense. Maybe not in a row, but a handful of weeks this season where they have not been clicking on offense. They've been extremely pass heavy and reliant on that. Haven't had a consistent ground game. And the rest of their schedule, they get the Jets this week, but you know, still beatable opponents down the line yeah. here with the the. The Colts are tough, but the Saints don't have a great offense. New England's a little tougher. You know, I will say this. Over the course of the season, they still have the Panthers on the schedule, the Falcons, and then week 18 against the Jets. But yep. there is a decent amount of tough opponents here in, in between there. I thought I was going to say there's a, a lot of other weeks where you can pick them. But the way I'm looking at this now, it might not be until week 15 where you feel comfortable picking them again after this week when they play the Panthers. Then they have the Colts, Saints, Patriots and Bucks in between then. If you're in one of those weird contests that uses um, Thanksgiving weeks as own week, like uh, the Survivor contest out here in Vegas at, at Circa does. Uh, I would definitely hold on to them this week and use and have them in my pocket to use them against the Saints uh, on yeah. Thanksgiving Day. So that's one thing to think about as well whenever you go um, and how you're going to go about it. I would still hold on to the Bills if at all possible if I could find them. So here we go into kind of the second tier here, Stephen. Listen, I would have played the Colts last week, so they would be burned for me. That said, if you did not play them and you held on to the Colts, I think they would be my number one draft pick this week. I think they would be my number one play this week. Whenever you take a look at not only do you get another double digit favorite playing the Colts again this week, but when you when you look at kind of what everybody else offers, I mean, listen, the Jags, they just won their Super Bowl last week. This is not a this is, you know, listen, I'm not a spot guy. If there ever was a letdown spot, I mean, come on. It would be on the road at Indianapolis after winning the Super Bowl last week for this Jags team. Uh, Colts is 10, 10 and a half point favorites. For me, that would be my number one play of the week. And for me, there's a difference between a team like the Jets who have shown something offensively with a couple of games with 400 plus passing yards and a team like the Jaguars that just won a game scoring nine points, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's not repeatable. That's that's going to be very hard to duplicate. And the Colts have looked really strong here in recent weeks. They um, the metrics love this team. Despite the tough schedule that they've had, they're sixth in the league in EPA, despite their their under 500 record. So it's really just been a tough schedule to this point. Wouldn't shock me in the least if they just pound the rock and just dominate the yeah. Jaguars on the ground and, with Jonathan Taylor. And you look, I mean, look, you're not playing them against Buffalo. You're not playing them against Tampa Bay. So then your your next opportunity again would be week 13 whenever they're playing Houston but you got to make it there. That's three extra. That's three more weeks of survivor. Right. I mean, like, so if, if you feel like you have have some sort of path to getting there, then obviously playing them against the Texans is, is awesome to have in your back pocket. But we're talking about three whole more weeks of survivor before you'd be able to get to that, that, um, that Houston game four weeks from now. So for me, I would just go ahead and play them. And if I made it to week 13, Steven, then good on me and I'll deal with what I got to deal with at that point. But, um, 
I, I, I just couldn't do it. And after that, you're not playing them again until week 18 because you're not playing them against New England. You're not playing them against Arizona. You're not playing them against Las Vegas. So it'd literally be the last week of the season against the Jags. And so uh, I'll take the first meeting with the Jags here in week 10 and, and use them kind of as my number one play of the week. Yeah, and it, it, I'm suspecting a lot of people have already burned them. I'm checking out the the national ESPN contest and in the early going here, only 5% of remaining entries have picked the Colts. So I'm guessing a lot of people have already burned them. So if you do have them left, I think that's not only a great pick because of the matchup, but a good leverage play as well. Yeah. So if you're looking here, this becomes the hardest, I think, choice of the week. If you don't have the Colts, if you're like, if you're looking to save the Bills, is do you play the Cardinals with Colt McCoy at quarterback. Mm -hmm. And that is kind of what we're looking at here. Listen, they are still double-digit favorites, as we mentioned. We were coming down. uh, They were one of the games that we mentioned as being 10, 10 10.5-point favorites. We know that Sam Darnold's going to miss multiple weeks for the Panthers. Not that he was playing good anyway, but P.J. Walker's going to take over, and he's been even worse than Sam Darnold somehow. So I don't even know how, but somehow someone has been worse than, uh, than Sam Darnold has. And so you're finding yourself with the car Cardinals is 10, 10 and a half point favorites in this one. Steven, I got to admit, if I didn't have the Colts and look, I'm playing to win, right? I'm, I, I would, pl- I've always played these, these survivor pools to win. And so I would pull the trigger on the Cardinals, even with Colt McCoy at quarterback. And I know that that sounds really weird, but you also have to consider what you got coming up again with it, with them, right? So you're not playing them at Seattle next week. Then there's a bye week in week 12. They're not even an option for you in week 12. So again, we're talking about not even an option to use them again until week 13 again. So I just, I would go ahead and, and pull the trigger on them. And uh, I understand that if it's a little bit, if you're not, if you're one that likes to play a little bit closer to the vest, playing a backup quarterback, I can understand isn't the, the greatest thing in the world. But this team is so far superior to Carolina, especially so far superior to Carolina with PJ Walker at quarterback that um, if I didn't have the Colts, I think I'd go ahead and play the Cardinals this week. Here's the beauty of the Cardinals as well. Since week five, they are the best defense in the NFL in terms of EPA per play. They are number one in success rate defense. They are number one in drop back EPA. They are number one in drop back success rate. And they are number four in rush EPA. This is an elite defense, despite them not having J.J. Watt on the field over the past couple of weeks. So this is not just they lost Kyler Murray and they're they're done. They've, this is a well-rounded football team at this point. Now, mm-hmm. we can have discussions in later weeks when they play better teams and better opponents about whether or not their offense is sustainable against those teams. But their defense is keeping them in games. And with an elite defense against a backup quarterback in Carolina in a home game here, hard to argue with pick with not picking them and, and not and and hard to argue saying they're not a good option this week yep. so the next options would be cowboys and bucks look i'm holding on to both of those teams if at all possible again like i said i'm playing to win and the cowboys if you look at their schedule here and i'm going to show you right here if you're following along on the screen um the cowboy schedule you just have so many options moving forward with them i mean you don't play them If you don't play them this week against the Falcons, look, you still have, you got Washington, New York, Washington, and then it closes out with Philadelphia. Like you would have five, you would have four different weeks out of the last five weeks of the season that you would have a real legitimate option 
to play the Cowboys. And so that seems to be the ace in the whole team to be able to, to, to keep in your back pocket. Also, again, if you're playing one of those weird leagues that uh, like the circa one that has the the Thanksgiving and Christmas weeks as their own as their own then you certainly want to hold on the Cowboys because again they play on Thanksgiving Day give yourself an option there but uh for me I'm holding on to the Cowboys Stephen because I get I get Washington the Giants and Washington in 14 15 16 I would literally have them as an option for three straight weeks can't argue with you man I mean they're going to be at least I would say seven and a half point favorites against yeah. those division opponents when they when they get to that point. So I uh, can't argue with you there for sure. It's um, you know, we're getting closer here on this list to what my top pick would be this week. But it's also the top pick among those remaining in the ESPN pool, um, you know, which has tens of thousands of, of, yeah. of people left. And it's the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Detroit Lions. As I as we record this right now, of those that have locked in their pick so far, 41 percent have picked the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. Mm hmm. I mean, that's going to be the most popular pick this week by far. Uh, and, you know, and that's because, you okay? like you said, most of the people don't have the Colts left. So the so you're moving down the line. I'm sure a lot of people are too scared to play a backup quarterback in Colt McCoy. So they're not going to play the Cardinals. The uh, the Cowboys and the Bucks hold too much future value. So, yeah, the, the next obvious play there would would be the Steelers. And honestly, so that was my number three in my top three this week. Like I did last week, I gave a, a power ranking of top three. If I had the Colts left, which doesn't seem like very many of you do, it'd be the Colts. I would go ahead and pull the trigger on the Cardinals. They played a very tough division. There's, uh, you're getting Carolina. It basically, basically it's worst version of itself. Um, but if not, Steelers would be it. But I would have already used the Steelers last week. So, you know, that would have been a, another thing for me. They wouldn't be available to me either. But yes, the Steelers against Detroit. I'm with you. Listen, this Steelers team is bad. Their offense is bad, but at least they have yeah. a good defense. The Detroit team is bad, but they don't have a good element to the team at all. So if we're going to have two bad teams play each other, at least one of the bad teams has a good unit <laughs> as to where the other team is bad on both sides of the ball. So I'm with you. Like the Steelers offense is just going to have to do just enough to win the game. But the defense should make it to where it's very, very tough for the Lions to put very many points on the board. Yeah, I, I will say that I don't like the spot. I mean, the yeah. Steelers coming off a Monday night game on a short week and the Lions are coming off a bye week. But the just the the difference in talent between the Lions and a typical NFL team is just a massive gulf. Like the Eagles are not a good football team, right? Like we yeah. all can pretty much agree on that. But kind of like the Steelers, they have some decent players at certain spots. They beat them 44 to six, man. <laughs> like the Lions just don't have the horses at this point in the season. Um, so maybe they put up a fight here like they have in, in other spots where they've been big favorites. But I mean, it's it, it's hard to see the Steelers losing this game. I just I don't know when the Lions are going to win a game or if they will. They're going to win one at some point. But so maybe this is the spot if they do because of the rest advantage. But, um, you know, it's just hard to see how they're and where if, if I lose my survivor this week because the Lions beat the Steelers and I tip my cap and say, yeah. well, you know, at least I trusted the process. I'm with you. And to kind of close things out here, I do want to mention the Ravens. If you don't have any of these teams available, uh, if you look at the screen right now, this might be your last chance to play the Ravens where you have any sort of level of confidence whatsoever with this team. And so with that, they would be the option for me. So you get them against the Dolphins this week, but look at the remaining schedule here. And 
at the Bears? Are you super confident at the Bears? Probably not. And then it goes Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Green Bay, Cincinnati, the Rams, and Pittsburgh. Like, you are not playing the Ravens in any one of those games with any sort of level of confidence whatsoever. And so uh, with what the Bears showed this past week with Justin Fields kind of taking a step forward, I don't think I'm jumping up and down to play the Ravens on the road at the Bears. And so this would kind of be the week. It would be the last week here with the Ravens mm-hmm. is is with the Dolphins. So if you're if you don't have some of these other teams available or if you're just in a league where you're like, you know what, I'm going for broke or I have multiple entries left still. So I want to I want to play riskier a little bit on some of these other ones like I would I could not fault you one bit for playing the Ravens this week. And it would be more of a getting the Ravens out of the way type play, Stephen, because, again, at the Bears in week 11 would be the only other time that you would even consider them because after that, like I mentioned, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Green Bay, Cincinnati, the Rams, and Pittsburgh, you're not playing them any one of those weeks. And they've been they've been winning some games here kind of in massive comeback modes, right? Like the Col- it started with the Colts in week five. Um, you know, obviously they dominated the Chargers, but then they get crushed by the Bengals coming out of the bye week. They get down 14 nothing to the Vikings and need overtime to win that game. So their defense has been an issue. So this is a team that would not shock me if they have an upset loss in the coming weeks here. But I agree with you that it's not going to happen against Miami. I mean, likely Jacoby Brissett. I think, you know, our, our colleague Brad Allen has talked a lot this year about Jacoby Brissett holding the ball too long. And that is a bad combination against a team that blitzes and sends extra rushers like the Baltimore Ravens. So it, it seems we're not alone here. I think they're the second most popular choice in the in the um, in, in the other national contest here at 15 percent picked. So this would be my top pick this week, considering what you said, the rest of the schedule and also the volatility that they've shown here in some of these recent weeks. So, guys, kind of our thing here, we're holding on to the Bills. We're not playing the Bills this week, so we kind of move into that second tier. If you had the Colts, it doesn't seem like very many of you do, so I'm kind of going to move them out now then of my kind of pecking order here because it doesn't seem like very many people but have the Colts. Do, but, but if, if you, you do, but if them. you do, But if you do, really do like this, uh, this, this spot for them, especially if you're in a smaller pool where you're just really trying to advance because you're only trying to beat a handful of people left, then uh, definitely like the Colts this week. I would be okay with playing the Cardinals. I understand that that is not for everybody's cup of tea, playing a backup quarterback. I get that if that's not your deal. I'm holding on to the Cowboys. I'm holding on to the Bucks, And uh, I, I'm with you, Stephen. It comes down to these last, these bottom two right here with the Steelers and the Ravens. Um, the, the Steelers against the Detroit, like you said, if you lose, if, if it's the first win of the year for the Lions and that's how you get eliminated, then so be it. And then if you're uh, if you're in it to win it, like I said, this is probably the last week you're going to be able to use the Ravens with any sort of level of confidence at all. And that would be a kind of get them out of the way type play this week was getting the Ravens into your lineup. So that's kind of how we're going about it this week, fellas. And uh, Stephen, let's give everybody a bonus here. What's a bet that's in your account early this week if we want to go ahead and just put a a straight wager in? Because I I do have one that's already in my account as well. 
Yeah, sure. Uh, I liked it better before Nick Chubb hit the COVID list, but I do like the Cleveland Mm -hmm. Browns here this week. I think that the market has been slow to adjust to this team getting healthy, and we're getting about four or five points from what the the preseason lines were on this team when they were healthy, and even the week one, week two situation when they were playing really well. So um, I I don't put a lot of value in running backs, even if it is Nick Chubb, and we saw Mm -hmm. DeErnest Johnson uh, perform quite admirably in relief of him. I put more onus on the offensive line. So I like the Browns getting a few points here as as underdogs to the New England Patriots. So I uh, I, I certainly didn't like you. I, lo- I thought I loved this one and now I just kind of like it with the whole Ch- Nick Chubb situation. I was going to be all over that Browns team and probably were going to be in a million teasers for me. Uh, as well for me, I, the, the bet that's in my account already is the Tennessee Titans at home against the saints. Listen, uh, I got it at two and a half threes are still available. Cheap threes are still available out there. This thing might get to back to two and a half where I would just hold out a little bit. You can see even right here at Caesars, it's, uh, it's up to it's one twenty on the three with the saints. So you're going to get, you're going to get the two and a half again. And that's the way I would look at this thing. Here's the deal. The saints one, I kind of lean to the Titans anyway, strictly because the saints offense is just not non-existent. But the Saints worked out three running backs this week and signed one to their practice squad because there's rumors coming out that uh, Alvin Kamara is a little banged up. And and so they had to get another they had to get another running back on their squad this week because Alvin Kamara is not feeling too great. Listen, Alvin Kamara has been their whole offense. They have not been able to do anything on the offensive side of the ball outside of use Alvin Kamara up and down, you know, whether it's running the ball, whether it's catching passes, whether no matter what it is, generating touches for him has been the whole offense for this team. And so um, if you're going to give me a Tennessee Titans team at under a field goal against this Saints team, I understand the Saints defense is really, really good. But I'm not asking a whole lot out of the Titans offense here because I don't think that the Saints offense is going to be able to do much this week as it is. So I do have the Titans in the account at two and a half. And so I would hold out for you guys. It'll get back to two and a half. You can see these are all expensive uh, threes that are available on the Saints. So it'll get back to two and a half for you there. So take that one as kind of some bonus plays. And of course, as always, tune in for us on Thursday and Friday as we start rolling out the, the Megapod here. We break that thing down over on YouTube into every single individual game. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, of course, we appreciate you listening as well. Take in all the fine work that Steve and his team are doing over at the lines. This is a completely free article with some commentary as well. And then join that discord, man. It's going to be fun. We're going to be discussing games and discussing strategies and all that stuff that we can get into just kind of in real time as things hit. And uh, we're really excited about that. So please come and join the community over there as well for Steven. I'm Matt. Good luck here in week 10. Bet basketball, baseball, or hockey with a risk-free bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up and use bonus code THELINES and you're on your way with the king of sportsbooks. Get the BetMGM app today and use promo code THELINES to make a risk-free bet up to $600. This is a new customer offer. Paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia only excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call one 800 5 522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. And 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line at 800-889-9789. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9WITH-IT in Indiana. Promotional offer not available in Nevada.